morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that gets us thinking, gets us imagining, gets us talking, gets us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. Today, our show is being co-produced with Cow Tipping Press, and we'll be talking about disability justice and how we can grow our systems and society to better serve and include people with disabilities, and the importance of hearing from people with disabilities. And we have Rachel Lieberman, who is a program director with Cow Tipping Press, and she is my co-host today. Welcome, Rachel. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Thank you, Laurie. I'm really happy to be on the show today. Um, at Cow Tipping, we work to change the narrative on developmental disability, creating new ways to engage this rich form of human diversity in practice and in print. We have both creative writing classes for adults with disabilities, and then we publish books out of those classes by authors with developmental disabilities, as well as a fellowship for recent college graduates who we coach in full-time work directly with people with disabilities. Um, we also have Darlene on the line, a former student and published author with Cow Tipping Press, who's now an apprentice or co-teacher of our classes working as an employee with our org. Dar, do you have anything else to add? Um, just want to say that um, everybody should have their own ideas and communication. And yeah. Whatever else goes with it, freelance if possible. Yeah, um, and everyone should be respected. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's Today we're going to hear from a few of our most recently published authors, including Trent Kuval, a student in the Springs Cow Tipping Press class in Wasika, Minnesota. Hmm. All right, let's let's play Trent's audio. Hey, Trent. What? Trent? Yeah? This is Rachel. I'm calling with Cow Tipping Press, the creative writing program. You took one of our classes this spring and wrote some pieces. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you've somebody told you, but um, we're doing a radio show, and we'd love for you to read one of your pieces over the radio. Um, yeah. Do you have a minute to do that now? Yeah. Hey. interesting all the different words you put together um, and so I'm curious what were you thinking about when you wrote this piece my name answer the question um, what were you thinking about food thinking about food when you wrote this piece yeah um, and what's the best part about having your writing published How does it feel to have your writing in a book? Food. Oh, good. Wasn't that wonderful to hear in his own words some of that lovely phrasing? Um, do you want to share some of the phrases that, that he, some of the cool phrases of the poem? Yeah, absolutely. I think some of that audio may have been hard to hear, but there's some really, really cool phrases in that poem that Trent wrote. It begins, happy, mad, meteorite, 
sister Owie Fish Fall um, and goes on um, with similar phrasing and just really creative combination of words ending with love a man 49 no one day goes um, Trent was one of our students this spring and that piece comes from one of our newest books Dust Bunny 2 Dust Harder uh-huh. how tipping teaches creative writing to adults with developmental disabilities and we publish the work And while one in 50 people were all born alongside in the U.S. has a developmental disability like Down syndrome or autism, very few of our daily interactions represent that, I think. Um, So often people with disabilities get segregated and isolated. Uh, Maybe we're interacting with people with disabilities in elementary school or early on, and then we get kind of siphoned off. Um, And when we do hear about people with disabilities, it's often just that hearing about them or reading about them. And often in a medical context or a deficit-based context, or um, I think as we see or I see trending on Netflix and and popular networks right now, stories based in inspiration or pity and still told by people without disabilities. Too rarely are we hearing from people with disabilities themselves and valuing valuing that like we would value another form of diversity. and at Cow Tipping, we believe that fostering true inclusion of people with disabilities involves storytelling and changing mindsets and giving people with disabilities a platform to share their creativity and narratives. Um, so what, when did, what, what inspired you to get involved? Yeah, I started several years ago with Cow Tipping Press as a teacher when I was a college student. And I came to the org with a background in special education classrooms, working as a personal care assistant, um, working as a Special Olympics coach. Um, and it was, it's just, it was a really great opportunity for me to get involved, to stay involved with disability justice work um, and trying to be an advocate and an ally alongside people with developmental disabilities. And now I work as a program director with the org. Um, behind the scenes, putting together our creative writing classes and publishing our books that come out of those classes. Are, are you um, a, are you a writer as well? Uh, not in any official context. I, I like to write for myself, but I really um, I really love education and I love helping other people to be able to publish their stories and hone their stories. And support. Star is an author. Um, Star, do you want to say a little bit about? your work with Cow Tipping Press and how you've been involved over the years? Oh, yeah. Um, first time I went to Cow Press, Cow Tipping Press, I uh, met Brian and I uh, met Rachel, and I'm a freelance writer, author, and I guess that's how I got involved. I also know that my dad is a teacher, and he inspired me. What kind of writing? What kind of writing do you like to do, Dar? Poems. And and maybe later on you can share one of your poems with us. I'd like like to hear it. Okay. Maybe in a uh, up, we'll we'll tease the audience, and maybe in an upcoming yeah. segment, um, we'll we'll have you read one of your poems. And now, yeah. how does it feel from being uh, taking classes to now being part of the staff? I love it. Do you? I can tell in your yeah. voice that you're pretty excited about it. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. Like? Do you want to talk a little bit about your your teaching this spring? What? Do you want to talk a little bit about your teaching this spring? Yeah. Um, I know we couldn't do the book thing, but um, I like to do the show. (laughs) And, well, I'm pretty excited to be part of the staff. And when you you prepare to get ready to teach... um, Yeah. What what are you doing to to prepare? What are you doing about thinking about the class coming up? Do you think about the the class coming up and what you want to say to the students? Yeah. What what are you thinking about? Um good communication, respect others. Doing you've been doing and be redirected if have to. Yeah, from my standpoint, 
from my standpoint as a program director, having this apprentice program where we have former yeah. students with disabilities co-teaching our classrooms has been incredibly yeah. valuable. And it came about organically, um, both because with everything we do at Cow Tipping, we try yeah. to adhere to the idea of nothing about us without us as much as we can. Dar, do you want to say a little bit about um, what nothing about us without us means? Nothing about us. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, just just the idea that um, you know disability advocacy and and disability programming should be co-led or led entirely by people with disabilities. Um, oh yeah. And we had students like Dar who had been in our classes several times and were really stepping up as leaders. And it's been really great to have them um, leading in our classrooms in an official capacity and being able to provide some of that firsthand experience of having been in the shoes of our students. And that really is part of your mission, isn't it? To, yeah. To keep, keep that in the forefront. Absolutely. Yep. Well, tell you what. We're coming down to the end of the segment. So okay. I think that in the next segment, we can start off with uh, a piece that I absolutely adore called Spaghetti Butterfly. Um, so let's start with that in our second segment. And I want to encourage the audience to stay with us because it's an enchanting piece. Um, I do have a piece that somebody wrote for me. Oh, do you? I would like to um, well, read let, it sometime. Let, let's do that in the second segment, too. How's that? Okay. All right. I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, that work for you too, Rachel? Yeah, I think so. Dar, especially a little later on, I think we should touch on your piece, Emoji. Emoji. That would be great. Okay, we're, we're going to tease oh, the yeah. audience with Emoji. It's a great piece. <laughs> great. Yeah. All right, so stay with us. We're going to take a break for some commercials, but come right back on Connections Radio Show. Clockwork is an experienced design and technology agency, which means they help transform businesses around the globe by connecting people, processes, and technology. They bridge the gap between marketing and technology to put people at the heart of digital solutions, transforming how your customers interact with your brand. Clockworks Technology Consulting, Experience Design, and Software Development Expertise makes them a full-service digital partner to help you design your customer experience, build an app, or connect all of your digital properties into one seamless system. If you're in need of major tech updates but aren't sure where to start, they'll help you figure that out, too. To learn more about how they've helped other businesses make digital transformation less painful, visit clockwork.com slash radio. Clockwork. Digital done right. Hi, everyone. Matt McNeil here. I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart who's become a member of AM950 over the last few weeks. You can become a member by simply heading over to am950radio.com and donating. The membership response has been so great, we're planning on launching some brand new members-only content, like a monthly Tom Hartman interview and weekly updates with new content. Head over to am950radio.com and declare, yes, I want to support AM950. For everyone who is a member, thank you so very much for your support. And thanks for listening to the progressive voice of Minnesota, AM950. Even though these are challenging times, All Energy Solar is still committed to providing you a cost-effective, environmentally friendly energy system through their zero-contact protocol. Solar remains a great value and long-term investment, but some of the incentive programs will be expiring soon. All Energy Solar can walk you through the entire process. They can evaluate your property by phone or webinar and can even complete preliminary design work without visiting your home. So start saving on your energy bill today and visit allenergysolar.com. Hey, it's Brett from FYI Politics, and I want to thank you for listening to AM950. The advertisers you hear are what allows us to stay on the airwaves, and unfortunately, some of them are going to be going through some tough times with the coronavirus. So support our advertisers in any way you can, whether that's ordering takeout food from one of our Eat Local Minnesota restaurants, purchasing gift cards, or just contacting them and telling them thanks for supporting AM950. Even the littlest thing you can do can go a long way. Find a full list of our advertisers at am950radio.com. And thanks for listening. 
Cowtipping Press teaches and publishes creative writing by adults with developmental disabilities, documenting what are still far too rare first-hand accounts from this still far too segregated group of people. Cowtipping Press also teaches inclusive writing classes for adults with developmental disabilities, a radical chance to speak for themselves in a medium usually used to speak about them. Cowtipping Press knows it's important to include them as authors in the books we read, employees in the places we work, friends and community members, and as contributors to the policies we pass. Learn more at cowtippingpress.org. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and today our show is being co-produced with Cow Tipping Press. And we'll be talking about disability justice and how we can grow our systems and society to better serve and include people with developmental disabilities and the importance of hearing from people with disabilities. And we have Rachel Lieberman, who is a program director with Cow Tipping Press, who is my co-host. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you, Lori. Happy to be here. We also have Dar on the line. Dar also works with Cow Tipping Press. Hi, Dar. Yeah. Hi. Glad you're here. I, I promised the audience after at the end of our, our last segment that we would be um, hearing a, a piece that mm-hmm. has uh, caught my imagination, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, spaghetti, what, let's, I'm trying to get the exact title of it. Um, Spaghetti Butterfly. There it is, Spaghetti Butterfly. Uh, And I'm going to have Eric play it right off the top here. Okay. So, my name is Katrina Davison, and I wrote a piece called Spaghetti Butterfly for um, Cow Tipping Press. Um, The um, Spaghetti Butterfly is the name of the piece. And have you ever saw a caterpillar before it transforms into a butterfly? Many things go into the transformation of the bug into a beautiful butterfly. It makes a person question how the transformation happens. If the people in Arizona only knew the steps it takes to transform into a butterfly, maybe the streets in Arizona would not look like a bowl of spaghetti. The spaghetti streets make it difficult for people new to the area to streets. If any if anyone were to look at a map of the city, it would resemble a big bowl of spaghetti. Imagine the amount of butterflies we would have. So could you say a little bit about the inspiration behind this piece? What in your mind is the connection between butterflies and street maps? Um, for me I I well I lived in Arizona for a little bit, and then I really like butterflies because I don't, I just thought they'd go hand in hand, I guess. I don't really know. Yeah, generally, I like writing pieces that are like, um, what do we call them? Um, creative fiction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I enjoy writing because, like, I write to a lot of friends. I like to write letters to people. Um, uh, recently, I was um, nominated on a site on Facebook to get Happy Meal, and people have been sending me cards that I've replied to them and thanked them for writing me. So, like, kind of day to day, I enjoy getting mail, fun Happy Meal, and I enjoy writing. So that's kind of something about me, I guess. Yeah. So I've. With the virus, I've been getting fun, happy mail and stuff. And oh, that's great. It's really been an enjoyment. In normal times, what is your what does your day to day look like? Do you do you go to work? Um, do you live with other people? Um, I live in the I can facility, so I live with three other ladies here at the house, and I have uh, staff that help me with um, various things. Do you work anywhere? No, I'm trying to. I'm looking for work, but I'm not working currently. Anything else? Um, shout out to my mom and dad and my brother and his friend Oscar. I love the idea of having roads be transformed. In, and that if we understood how butterflies transform, maybe we could transform the way we create our roads. I just loved it. Yeah, I, I likewise love how this piece imagines creative solutions to some of our current tangled, imperfect systems that we're all navigating. Um, and 
how important it is to access all of our lived experiences as we work to transform our systems. And that's an important concept to think about in terms of the long history of disabilities um, and and how important cow, uh, cow tipping in being able to frame a whole justice movement, because I see that we have tangled systems in many ways. Do you want to share Absolutely. a little bit about some of the history of the disability justice movement? Yeah, absolutely. So... I think our world, our country, our state of Minnesota has a long history of marginalizing people with disabilities. Um, here, as recently as the 80s and 90s, institutionalization of people with disabilities was a huge norm. Um, and it wasn't until 1999 with the Olmstead decision and um, slowly that community integration was a goal even put into law. and of course, has been slow to be implemented since then, and it's still legal for people with disabilities to work sub-minimum wage jobs, and there's still many group homes and day programs today that, for all intents and purposes, are still large state-funded, what we would consider um, institutions. And um, I would love to talk to you, Dar, a little bit about your lived experience navigating these systems. And I think in 2015, um, a while back, you published a piece with us called Emoji, and if it's mm -hmm. okay with you, I'm going to read an excerpt of that piece. Mm -hmm. So in that piece you wrote, that's kind of how I feel, like I'm up against the wall, like I'm talking to a brick wall. I mean, they aren't going to listen to me. Maybe they'll listen to Jesse or maybe they'll listen to Jeannie. I don't know. Nobody seems to be listening. Like, I've worked hard for 25 and a half years and I still haven't gotten paid. I got little itty bitty checks, but I want to get paid for my classes. So I'm wondering if you could speak um, to some of your experience navigating disability services systems and some of your frustrations. Um, let's, it's good to have a directive, uh, good communication, and people to be heard. Yeah. What did you mean when you wrote that you've worked for 25 and a half years and still haven't gotten paid? Well, because I make very little at the workplace, very little. All I do is take classes now, mm -hmm. and they won't pay me to do the classes. When but, um, by I'm curious. Oh, sorry. Go no. ahead, Lori. No, by getting paid, does that that would. Uh, feel like to me that you're getting valued for your work and is go ahead well I thought I was but it's just not enough to living on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just nothing right there's another part of that piece you wrote where you talked about the ban at your house um and wanting to be left alone. And you wrote, I mean, I can understand from a safety point, but not mm -hmm. every little thing is a safety thing. I mean, the kitchen is a dangerous place to be because there's a stove, there's knives, there's so-and-so. I mean, they're telling us that we can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote that long time ago. I think it's because I felt sad or mad or whatever. Yeah, how do you find, um, can you talk a little bit about um, your day-to-day -day and how you're living and um, what, what that's like? Well, right now I'm not doing anything except this talk show. Um, mainly that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing. Because of COVID right now. Yeah. Because of the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So you live in a group home. Yeah. How is that? Well, um, it's challenging because we all have to do our share. We um, wash the dishes. We set the table. We wait for an hour. We sit at the table. Um, we brush our teeth. Everyday things. Mm-hmm. If I can read one more segment from the piece you wrote a while back. Um, yeah. You wrote, we can't do that. What are we supposed to do? Sit there and look like a plant? I'm not going <laughs> to do that. 
I'm not going to follow any of their rules. They want us to stay there just because the state is funding it. But they got another thing coming. Me. They got to deal with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you still feel like you're you're sitting like a plant sometimes? Yes. Yep. Can you explain? Um, well, it's hard to say about what a plant feels, but uh, I'm sure they have little sensory things that they can sense. Um, it's not much to go on except we're not getting paid until we get the green light to go back to my work. Right, right. Um, and about the rules that you feel like are in place, do you feel like that's gotten better since you wrote this piece? Um, or do you feel like there's still a lot of rules in place? I don't think so. I think it's just gotten way out of hand. Mm. It's How supposed so? to be a learning center, but, you know, only if you're on the work floor you could get paid. But if you're taking classes... They don't allow you to uh, be paid. And that's a day program that you attend? Yeah. Way out in Minnetonka. You know, in our next segment, I think it'd be really cool to talk more about some of the challenges with COVID-19. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I think that we don't often consider all of the different types of impact and uh-huh. what ways that we can be more supportive and understanding mm-hmm. and connected and um, providing ways to connect in, in ways that maybe we hadn't thought about before. And, and one way is to be supporting Cow Tipping Press um, so that you can make good connections and support folks. Mm-hmm. The website, you want to give that, Rachel, for us? Sure. We're at cowtippingpress.org. All right. Stay with us. Um, Dar, thank you so much for sharing your insights as to what it's like right now. And Oh, thanks. Yeah. Do I get to do my last piece? Well, you will. Or are we out of time? No, no. We've got, one, we've got two more segments. So we're just teasing the audience with your pieces. <laughs> okay. I got one piece. All right. Good. Well, well, let's plan on it for the next segment. How's that? Okay. All right. Coming up on Connections Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Brett from FYI Politics. We appreciate you listening to AM950 and promoting Minnesota's only progressive talk station. We also want to remind you how important it is to support our advertisers amid the coronavirus outbreak. The advertisements you hear on AM950 are what allows us to stay on the airwaves and bring you the best in progressive talk radio. We're not funded through some giant parent company. We're an independent, locally owned business that relies on the local advertisers you hear. Unfortunately, many of those advertisers are going to be hit hard by the coronavirus closures. So please, support our advertisers in any way that you can. Whether that's ordering some delicious takeout food from one of our Eat Local Minnesota restaurants, purchasing gift cards, or even just contacting them and telling them thanks for supporting AM950. We know times are tough, so even the littlest thing you can do can go a long way to help. Find a full list of our advertisers at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. And thanks for listening. Are you scared to be in your home? Are you experiencing abuse in your relationship? There is help. Domestic and sexual violence programs remain open, and an advocate is standing by to support you and provide you with options. If you are experiencing abuse or violence, call Minnesota's statewide crisis hotline, available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at one 866 223-1111 or text 612-399-9995 text 612-399-9995 be safe Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style, Saturdays at 7 and Sundays at 5. You know, we're all sitting at home right now, and chances are you've noticed a thing or two that you wish you could change. Well, the Habitation Design staff is here to help. 
Right now, we're offering free virtual interior design services. It works like this. You guys are home, we're all at home. Let's schedule a virtual walkthrough of your space. Using FaceTime, Zoom, or Skype, one of our degreed professional interior designers will take a look, tell you precisely how to measure your room, then provide you with specific product recommendations, a design plan, and everything you need to make your space beautiful and functional. So we've all got the time. Why don't we take advantage of it? Call Habitation at 952-426-3548. That's 952-426-3548 and schedule your virtual design appointment today. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today, a 40% chance of rain after 4 p.m. with a high of 57. And tonight, the rain is likely to continue with a low around 35. Tomorrow, a 60% chance of snow with a high of 48 and a low of 32. Monday, sunny with a high of 53 and a low of 33. With the state having closed bars and restaurants for dining in, it's especially important that you support our Eat Local Minnesota restaurants, featuring high-quality local foods, unique dishes, vegetarian options, and so much more. These restaurants are locally owned, so the money you spend stays local. Find all the restaurants offering takeout at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and today our show is being co-produced with Cow Tipping Press. And we'll be talking about disability justice and how we can grow our systems and society to better serve and include people with developmental disabilities and the importance of hearing from people with disabilities. So glad to have you here, Rachel. Rachel Lieberman is a program director with Cow Tipping Press, and she's my co-host today. Hi, Lori. I'm happy to be here today. Thanks for having us on your show. Oh, it's a great joy. I've enjoyed hearing all of the the beautiful writing and hearing about um, the various challenges as well as the the joys in the pieces that are, are being shared. And you've got a great book. What's the name of the book that's just got out? Uh, this spring, we published two books. We have Things Upstairs Require Math and Dust Bunny 2, Dust Harder. Um, and Jackie's piece that I think we'll listen to in a second comes from Things Upstairs Require Math. Well, why don't we go right to that? That sounds great. Okay. Anyway, I'm ready in which time you are. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay. My seventh Saturday is Jackie Shetty. People talking about weight loss. I feel like they're freaking talking about me. I'm seriously like talk I seriously like to dine out to talk about life in general. Okay. She's gonna do an interview. She's just gonna ask you a few questions. Yeah, is that okay? Okay, here she is. Yeah, thanks, Jackie. Um, thanks, Robin. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Um, that was great. Thank you. Um, and I was just going to ask you a couple questions about your work and who you are. So, I, like I said earlier, I appreciated how vulnerable your work was and how you touch on personal insecurities and challenges, yet your voice is still really light and confident. What is oh, the most... Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I liked your writing. It's like you know me. <laughs> well, you're a good writer. You let us know you. It's like you know me. Yeah. What is the most challenging part about writing your story down for other people to read and listen to? Um, I, I, really, I don't care if you don't like it. I don't write it down man. I, I never just to make sure I heard you right you don't care if other people like it or not or not because I never said you gotta read this <laughs> you gotta read it or you'll go to, go to hell <laughs> and um, how does it feel to have others read your story to what how does it feel um, to have to know that your story is in a book and that other people are going to read it? I, I never thought I'd become that foggy famous, that foggy good. With my brain, with my brain after my accident. Mm. I mean, this is. I mean, this, this is all how all happened after I'm an accident. Yeah. So I never thought I'd have nothing like this. 
so I'm really surprised. I hope I turn out to be good enough for you. And then I'm just curious, can you tell me a little bit about um, just your life and where you like your life day to day right now and how maybe COVID-19 is impacting what you're what you're doing and what you've got going on? I don't. I don't. I don't got the COVID-19. No. You don't have the COVID-19? No, no, I don't have it here. Thank God. Yeah. Right? Yes, thank God. H- has it changed your routine at all? Yeah. Can't go to work. Can't go outside. Can't be at the... God. The only thing I can do is that you'll be caught by your bed and stop in the phone. My mom... My mom... My mom's even going to she's like, my mom, when she goes to the grocery store, she's even got to wear a mask. Yeah, and can you have visitors right now? Nope, no visitors, just a big bag. What have you been doing to stay busy? Circle words. Is that a game? Yeah, no, 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 Hmm. Is there anything else that you want to say that you want people to know? This, I wish this, the this fire has got started as Coca, Cola, Cobra, or whatever the hell they had, would it go to hell? You wish COVID 19 would go to hell? Yep. Me too. I, I, I don't need to say, but I'm truthfully telling you. Oh, it's not nice to say, but you're truthfully telling me. Yeah. When the hell can I go back to work? I can't work from home because, uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Where do you work normally? Um, um, ProAct. You work at ProAct? Yep, and I, I can't go there because, and I, they, I don't know if I can bring it in, bring it in anything home or not. Yeah. It's really a challenge, isn't it, with a lot of the day pr- programs being shut down? Yeah. So, Jackie, talking a little bit about her experience living in a residential facility for people with disabilities with, without being able to have any visitors right now or go to her day program, which is ProAct, um, is absolutely representative of a huge challenge right now. Um, though, of course, there's room to grow in how disability service day programs and residential facilities serve people, as Dar was talking a little bit about. Um, they're really important sources of care and community. And right now, um, a lot of people, you know, like all of us, are stuck at home but are especially isolated. And at first, disability services programs were left out of emergency funding measures. Um, now I think emergency funding has been dedicated toward home health care and such for folks with disabilities. But, um, you know, like a lot of businesses and organizations, a lot of Minnesota Day programs are losing money right now. and might not be able to reopen um, on top of everything else. So, um, yeah, it's it's important that we call attention to that and that we make sure they're supported. Well, we've got some um, summer class, fall cl- classes coming up, right? A full summer classes coming up. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> Starting yes. in June, have, right? Yeah, beginning in June, we have our summer classes are running. We're going to do them remotely. Um, and I think... Especially knowing that we're serving folks who who are really isolated always, and especially, especially right now. Um, you know, again, as Dar was talking a little bit about, maybe living with roommates or staff that they may or may not have chosen. Um, and um, or in Jackie's situation, kind of being stuck somewhere where you can't have visitors right now. We know that our classes um, now more than ever are, are really important sources of community for folks. And I think, um, you know, on, on top of all these logistics, in the news we're hearing all the time, you know, don't worry, it's just elderly people and people with disabilities who are at high risk for the disease for COVID-19. And 
um, globally seeing people with disabilities more explicitly be considered not worth saving. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, COVID has made that more explicit that people with disabilities are often not considered, not listened to, not valued, um, and that they have to, again, argue with our systems and argue with society that their lives matter. Um, so that, that's a heartbreak. I mean, that, it is that. Yeah, that's and, unacceptable. And you know, it, we need to value all life. And uh, it breaks my heart to hear that even folks are, are feeling that kind of discrimination or that um, marginalization. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and we know that the work that we're doing at Captivating Press to build community, to publish stories by people with disabilities, um, to support our fellows who are working directly in disability services organizations is is all the more important even during this time. And Dar, I don't know if you have anything to add um, about that, what it's like for you to, to be experiencing COVID and... Um, you know, or to be looking towards classes. Yeah. Um, we can't have visitors at my house, but um, they're very careful that we have to wear masks and then to go out in the world, like out, out in the neighborhood, you have to be very careful, even if we don't have the COVID-19. I COVID I hope there's a cure for it. Me too. Me too. And Dar, I know like you and I live about a mile from each other. Um, yeah. And even trying to give you a call to chat last week, it took me about thirty calls <laughs> to reach your home. Um, oh. Because you don't have a phone number directly, um, and so I don't know if you've been feeling like more isolated now. I know I have yeah. some, but well, yeah. we're, we're glad that that you two were able to connect so that you could be on the show. It was it's great having you. We're needing to take another break, but in the next segment, we're going to talk about how to get involved with Cow Tipping Press, and we're going to have emoji be shared uh, no we had emoji be shared we're going to have a poem be shared by our friend Dar as well so stay tuned stay with us so you can learn more about how to get involved with Cow Tipping Press Cow Tipping Press teaches and publishes creative writing by adults with developmental disabilities, documenting what are still far too rare first-hand accounts from this still far too segregated group of people. Cow Tipping Press also teaches inclusive writing classes for adults with developmental disabilities, a radical chance to speak for themselves in a medium usually used to speak about them. Cow Tipping Press knows it's important to include them as authors in the books we read, employees in the places we work, friends and community members, and as contributors to the policies we pass. Learn more at cowtippingpress.org. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Join us for New Beginnings, Saturday mornings at 11, brought to you in part by Vision Loss Resources. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. I'm here with Ryan, owner of the locally owned Snap Construction and arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor in the metro. Ryan had to call in for this ad because he's practicing social distancing. So what is Snap Construction doing right now to provide a safe working environment? Thanks for the introduction, Chad. I am at home practicing social distancing, watching the little man, and uh, trying to get a little work done here at home. Once again, thank you to all the AM950 listeners who have worked with us in the past. Your support has been tremendous. Chad, the safety of our homeowners and our team at Snap Construction is the absolute first priority. Right now, we are offering a free no-contact estimate for roofing, siding, or window replacement. Through video chat, email, text, we'll deliver your bid to you without face-to-face -face contact. Lock in your historically low labor and material rates now and build later. No obligation. You can cancel any future work with no cost or penalty. For a free no-contact estimate, call 612-333-SNAP. Clockwork is an experienced design and technology agency, which means they help transform businesses around the globe by connecting people, processes, and technology. They bridge the gap between marketing and technology to put people at the heart of digital solutions, transforming how your customers interact with your brand. 
Clockworks Technology Consulting, experience design, and software development expertise makes them a full-service digital partner to help you design your customer experience, build an app, or connect all of your digital properties into one seamless system. If you're in need of major tech updates but aren't sure where to start, they'll help you figure that out, too. To learn more about how they've helped other businesses make digital transformation less painful, visit clockwork.com slash radio. Clockwork, digital done right. Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. So glad you've joined us today. Uh, we've been having a wonderful conversation with some amazing people, as well as hearing um, some great audio. Uh, and this show is co-produced by the Cow Tipping Press. And we've been talking about disability justice and how we can grow our systems and society to better serve and include people with developmental disabilities and the importance of hearing from people with disabilities. Rachel Lieberman, who is a program director with Cow Tipping Press, has been my co-host. She also did all of those interviews that we heard. Um, Beautiful job. And you edited them, too. You did a great job, Rachel. So thank you for that. Thank you, Laurie. And you've got a, uh, we've got one more piece that you did. You want to uh, tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, our last piece comes from Derek, who um, was an author in one of our spring classes this semester. It's called Growth is a Process. Okay. So you're going to do it right now? Yep. Yep. Now is great. Okay. Hang on. How are you? Hey, Derek. Could you hear that? I can hear it. I'm good. Hope you're good, too. (laughs) Okay. So, do you want him to um, read his um, pieces now, or...? Yes, yeah. Growth is a process by Derek Wolf. You learn so many things growing up. Doors open and shut with opportunities. You hear yelling instructions, and you hear nice instructions. There are bad roads and there are good roads. Just you are in the driver's seat. You can take what you hear or throw it out the window. This is how we do life. The end. On the radio show, we're talking about disability justice and how we can grow our systems and society to better serve and include people with disabilities. So what are your hopes or goals for your own future growth? and for our world more broadly. What roads do you want to see us take? And then go ahead and take your time as long as you need to put the answer in. Okay, he's going to write something. I want to finish a novel in the future and to reconnect with friends. I would need help finishing and critiquing my novel. I would also need patient, helpful people. It is hard work at times when I want to be independent. I don't know what to do. And that was Derek and his growth is a process. So you publish uh, a collection of books three times a year. We do. And for more information for folks that want to learn more about that, you can go to cowtippingpress.org and you're encouraging folks to subscribe. Yeah, in my unbiased opinion, um, our books are full of incredible poems and stories written by people with developmental disabilities, and you can purchase individual books on Amazon. All of our books are uploaded there, Um, but you can also subscribe to our books and receive them three times a year in the mail. So we publish in the fall, in the spring, and in the summer. Um, And it's really fun to get those packages three times a year. You can subscribe for one year, for two years, or for a lifetime um, at cowtippingpress.org. And we also have events in and around the Twin Cities that are typically in person. Um, Book celebrations around the Twin Cities, we do them at breweries and coffee shops and festivals where you can come and hear our authors read their work live, as you did on the radio show today. Um, and like you mentioned, Lori, we have a full semester of classes coming up this summer, and we do have open enrollment options. So if you know somebody with a disability or if you're somebody with a disability who would like to take our classes, um, you can reach out and find out how to get enrolled. 
Um, and if you work at a disability service organization or you know somebody who's involved with a disability service organization, uh, we're always looking to partner with more people to host classes as well. They sound wonderful. And I'm going to click to subscribe because I, I would be delighted to get um, to get those books in the mail. They sound. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. You've hooked me. You've hooked me on, <laughs> on, on poetry and novels and all sorts of good things. And with yeah. that, I have been waiting to hear the poem by our friend Dar. Yeah, Dar, um, it's been so great to have you join us on this call today, um, published author of Cows of Being Press and now teacher, and uh, please share your poem. Okay. Uh, here goes. You walk like the angels talk. Where are you from? You walk to, you want to walk and talk like angels talk. You tell me then some. With a room by the sea and a voice in the sand, tell me your truth and tell me your view. In how you see the world spinning, spinning round, and what is love and what is death, the fears you have to put to rest. So you walk like angels talk. You want to walk and talk like angels talk. This I hear you want to walk and talk like angels. Tell me then, dear, with a smile in the sun and a face in the sand, sitting on a swing, unfolding bits of string. Face is innocence, but the words are something more. It's in the voice, in the sound, in the way the world is round. And so let's walk like angels talk. You want to walk. That's it. I want to walk like angels talk. That is a beautiful image that I will cherish today. Thank you. It's actually a song, but I made it into a poem. Oh, well, mm. At some point, I would love to hear that it is a song. Maybe we can have you back and you can sing for us. Would you do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. We'd love that. Well, thank you. Thank you. And Rachel, we just have a like less than a minute. Is there something else that you'd like to make sure that the audience knows? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to leave it with, I think it's important that we leave it with, let's all consider ways that we can uh, talk the way angels walk and cherish the voice, the voices that can bring us that kind of images um, and the work that's being done to support uh, individuals with developmental disabilities that have the right to have their voices be heard. Thank you for being with us today. 